So this is going to be a special episode of Nine Track Mind. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's going to be a subject that can be touchy to some people and may not affect others. It's about um, showing up for people and accountability. Yeah, which is important, but also exactly. sometimes difficult. Yeah, and honestly. It's difficult for me in some aspects, but for the most part, I consider myself a very reliable person. I used to consider myself a reliable person until I moved to a mountain with no car. So now I, mean, I can't I'm, really I'm be re- relied I'm on reliable much. in person, but as far as communicating via text or whatever, I'm terrible at that. Yeah, true. Same. Whenever I get a new person in my life, it's just... I got to put on a like a like a blinders or whatever because I get very cautious about the people that I let into my life just because I've been burned like more than one person should in a lifetime. So I don't know if there's something wrong with the people or if there's something wrong with the mothership, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't think there's anything wrong with me. Yeah, maybe maybe not too many things but there's something eh, anyway um yeah so whenever somebody new comes into my life I'm always cautious just because I've been through so much with people in my life I just don't want to go through bullshit again I don't want to allow myself to because I've come so far with my mental health that I don't it literally will send me flying back to a place that I don't need to be so, so that's why I'm, right my, yeah, yeah I guess I guess that's how you could say it I mean I'm not saying that I don't look forward to having new people in my life but I definitely am very 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 cautious and very skeptical because the thing is is you don't know somebody's true colors even if you're friends with them for like a year or two or whatever so that's you know, that's the true. scary part of it all. You could have, you know, a friend that's you know, been with you for like three years or whatever, and then something could happen and then they may not show up for you in a way that you need them to. And then bam, not a true friend. So when yeah. I was, when I was younger, I, I don't know like what age this started at, but I would always have a hard time like making friends I guess when I was younger but the friends that I did make I had a couple that were great I still have a couple of those friends from like a long time ago but some of those friends sort of like peeled off and it's like people want to be in your life because they want something for you or whatever and I would consider myself people call me a nice person mm-hmm. and so I would always do nice things for people if people asked me to. And so that's sort of where I started losing focus of, I mean, I say lose focus. I'm like 11 years old. So, but that's where I should have opened my eyes. Even though I was 11 years old, I should have opened my eyes. Um, Don't do, don't become a pushover because if you allow yourself to do that, then you pretty much set yourself up for failure uh, in the future. So I would always do stuff, but 
that people like asked me to. And it just started becoming a pattern where people would come into my life and then befriend me or whatever. And then it would get to a point where they would ask me to do stuff and I would do stuff for them. And sometimes it was it was friends, sometimes it was family members and I would just do it. You know, it didn't matter like if I had to sacrifice something or whatever, I would just do it whether it was, you know, I got my license very early on. And so a lot of my friends and family didn't have licenses or whatever. So I would always be the go-to for like rides and stuff like that. So that's a great example. I would always be like everybody's taxi and it's like, okay. And then sometimes people would need to borrow money from me because I would always, I was famous for saving up money and stuff like that. So people would always come to me oh, hey, can I borrow some money or whatever? So it was always just something that somebody needed from me at starting at a very early age. I don't exactly remember what age it was, but after a certain time, it just starts eating away at you. And so you, you know, you start pulling away from friendships or you pull away from that maybe sort of relationship, whatever it is or you start like repressing the relationship and you start to resent the person. So maybe you act out in a certain way or whatever. So I just, you know, as I got older, I started losing respect for people and I started not wanting to, I, I you know, I wanted to close myself off because that's not what I want. I don't want, when I get into a relationship or a friendship, I don't want to have somebody enter that relationship with uh intentions because that's a dangerous place to be in and i don't i can't even count how many times whether it was friends or family members throughout my life who have taken advantage of me and that's why i'm so guarded as a person today and i've i've gotten a lot of help from therapy I consider myself a, a, a positive person. I didn't used to be, but I'm I'm very positive. I'm very much so less anxious. I have like almost no anxiety now. And a, a lot of things don't get to me. But that like not showing up for somebody or being there for somebody or not holding accountability, that is something that I'm very, very passionate about and something that needs to be talked about, at least on my side. I mean, yeah, if people are like not respecting your boundaries and expecting things from you, but then not willing to provide that same uh, energy back to you. I mean, I think it's fair for you to be able to reaffirm your boundaries and be like, no, this, (laughs) this is not what's going to happen. This is how I prefer to operate. And if that's not going to be like a, if that's not going to work for you, then we don't need to be like close friends. Right. You know, I'm not going to hate you, but we don't need to be like close besties. We can mm -hmm. just, we can just be like, uh, you know, casual buds. And I, I saw something, uh, like a year or so ago that said, uh, and this could be for any relationship, but it was, it was, uh, specifically a friend quote or a saying or whatever it said, a friend does not get mad at you for saying no. So like if you go out or whatever and you know you always go out and then you're like really really too tired or you have to go to work in the morning or get up early or whatever it is and you have to say no, mm-hmm. that friend does not get upset at you. 
Yeah. For saying yeah. it. So, and I, I think that that's beautiful. I think that that's a healthy relationship. Yeah, that's and setting boundaries. Like, exactly. You set a boundary by saying no. If they're not willing to respect that boundary, then they're kind of a bad person. Right. You can't and expect a bad person to just like magically become a good friend. Exactly. No. And the thing is, is maybe something in you wants them to be. So you hang on as mm. long as you can. And that's dangerous. I did that for many years. I did that. I, I think I craved the, the, not the attention, but the, the need for people to come to me. And that's, that was very, very dangerous for me because it wrecked me in the long run. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm, it's really hard to become my friend, like really hard. And I'm not saying that being my friend is like a golden ticket to Willy, Walk, <laughs> Willy Wonka land or anything, but you know, it's, I consider myself a good friend and a good person. And I just don't like to be taken advantage of. I don't think anybody does. And if you, if you do like to be taken advantage of, you're very, very weird, but I just, you know, for me, I don't, it's hard for me to get into a relationship or a friendship or whatever. I mean, with, with uh, family on the family aspect, it's hard to gain trust back or you can just not speak to somebody or whatever. And see, my intention is not to put anybody on blast today. That is not my intention at all. Because this is not an exposed video on YouTube, okay? It's vent sesh. Everybody has the right to vent. I don't, so I don't want to put anybody on blast. And it could be somebody that I still love and respect today that I'm talking about. But, you know, honestly, if I still love and respect and talk to you today, we don't have a fucking problem. So this is just me airing out the problems that I've had in my past because I've never talked about this. So this is something that is very passionate to me. And I feel the need to get this out because maybe somebody else is struggling with this and needs help with it. Maybe somebody that's younger and I could, you know, do some good here. So I definitely want to get this all out in the open. Well, and on the bright side, moving forward, this can be um, an easy little thing for you to link to new friends. So you can just link them this podcast episode and be like, look, the, this is my pet peeve. If this is, you know, a problem for you, we're probably not going to be great friends. So I have a question because I've been talking to one of my friends recently about a situation that happened a while back. And between y'all two or between somebody else? And, and no, between somebody else. Okay. And I just wanted to get some advice, but I'm still kind of not clear about it. I want to stick to what's true to me, but I also want to explore another avenue. Um, I don't want to be totally a, a total selfish jackass, but so let's let's set up a scenario. Let's say that somebody uh, says that they're going to do something for you or with you or whatever, and they have to cancel on you several times without explanation. Should you go to that person and explain yourself as to why, uh, why you feel this way and why you feel that this is not right and they should not do this in order to be 
your friend or should you just let it go and not you know worry about it and just worry about myself um I don't know I think they're both good answers so here's my reasoning though the I think definitely the first option is valid like going to them and telling them hey when you make plans and then cancel the plans or make plans and then just don't say anything again, like, and and I'm just like left hanging or whatever, and you just don't show up. That is a big trigger for me. So just if you could try out of respect for me to just like avoid doing that or just don't, don't make the plan. Like if you know, you're not gonna be able to stick to it, don't make it. I'll be less irritated as a friend if you do that. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing that if this is a person that you really respect and want to keep around and kind of you you want to still continue fostering a friendship with that person. I think giving them the boundary like straight up and transparently of like this is my boundary. I've been through a lot of shit with like family and friends. This is my boundary when it comes to being a friend to me. This is like a big thing for me. Letting them know that, I think it gives them the opportunity to, A, you know, prove to you what kind of friend they're going to be in the long run anyway. If they can't respect that boundary of yours, then yeah, walk away. But you can always walk away the first time too if it's somebody that's just kind of like, I don't want, I don't. You know, like, it's it's not not somebody somebody I need in my life. I don't see the big, I don't need to worry my head about it. I'm not going to go any further because I don't want to put, like I said, I don't want to put anybody on blast. I just wanted to, you know, maybe get somebody else's perspective. And I just, I don't know. I I just don't, at this stage of my life, I don't think that I'm an asshole if I don't want to talk about it. I'm just too triggered. I've had too much happen and I just don't need it. I really don't. No, truly, like, and you owe nobody a friendship. Like, if if you are perfectly comfortable with the amount of people in your life and the things that they know about you and just moving through life the way that you are right now, like, I don't see there being anything wrong with that. It's your life. Like, you should do the things that make you happy so long as they aren't harming anyone else. And not being friends with somebody might hurt them But it's not really harming them, you know, like you're not actually having direct harm on that person mm -hmm. that didn't know you to begin with. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's perfect. Now, friends come and go throughout life. That's just life. And I've Mm -hmm. had friends come and go that were great friendships. They were fantastic friendships. Some of them were long lasting. Some of them were short stemmed, but those were just average, but I've had more of the bad type of friendships where people just want to want something for you or take advantage of you or whatever. So I've had more of that than more organic friends. And that's a little sad, little sad. I hope that would have nothing to do with me, but you know, it, it could be. And that's why I'm, I'm not really a nice person anymore because I've I literally picture me as a wall. People have been clawing at that wall for years and years and years, and now there's nothing left to scratch at, for lack of a better analogy. Yeah. But I and I, if I'm triggering or pissing somebody off right now, please come and talk to me. I don't mind if if you think I'm talking about you. I'm not. I'm just saying that 
I need to say this for my own therapy and this is how I get stuff off off of my chest and this is really really hard for me I've never done anything like this before but at this stage I think it's the right time and the perfect time too and this is and just saying this right now is it's it's very hard for me to get these words out it's it's difficult so um it's not something that I want to talk about very often or it definitely needs to get said. So I'm after after a certain recent uh, event that really took place that really wasn't, you know, a big deal, but it just made me think because since I've been in L.A., I've had a lot of, you know, good, decent people come into my life, but hardly any of them have stayed for a long period of time. And people have told me, oh, that's just L.A. But then I go back to my childhood and think, but it's been going on since before I can remember. So it can't be just L.A. I mean, sure, part of it is, but I uh, I don't know. I, I had an epiphany recently. And this is hard to say because I don't talk about this. But after that little event, but I realized why this is so true. Because every time somebody like flakes or doesn't show up for me, I go back to trying to remember the very first time that somebody was not accountable for me. I try to remember it and I'm like, oh, I was too young. I, I can't remember. I was way too young. I can't remember. Uh, but I realized that that is in fact true because the first person in my life that was supposed to show up for me did not. And that would be my father. So it started from birth. So, so now maybe somebody like... could kind of understand why this is so triggering for me. Yeah. And I did not think about that at all until just a week or two ago. And as soon as I realized that, I had to talk about it. I had to get it out there. I just had to. It was too big of a topic not to not to put out to talk about <clears throat> no yeah no it's definitely something because it's it's obviously not you're not the only person who's gone through something like that you know and so yeah I think talking about it is really important so that people can hear your perspective of like this is how that made me feel this is how much of my life I've been walking through you know thinking that I was just you know, just always running into bad friends or something like that. And it's like, you know, and, and overreacting when something, when they wouldn't come through. And it's like, no, you're not. You just have a boundary that you never really, you know, you didn't realize apparently until recently. And now you know about it and you can set that boundary more solidly with people that do come into your life of like, I can't handle this. So, 
and maybe I'll get to a point eventually where I can actually just go to somebody that I do care for. And it's not that I don't care now. It's just that it's just not worth it to me at this stage of my life. And people, you know, going back to my father, whatever, I get asked about that constantly. People are like, you know, you get asked questions about your parents or in certain situations that people talk about or whatever. And then I say, oh, I don't have a dad. Oh, what happened? Like, oh, why not? And so I'm always forced to say, you know, whatever it is. I personally actually don't know. I don't like he lives in Michigan. My father lives in. Okay, I'm not gonna say father. I'll say dirtbag. How about that? Oh my. That guy. Okay. That guy lives in Michigan, and I talked to him one time in my entire life, and that's it. It was one phone conversation, and I I don't know anything because I don't care. I'm at the stage in my life, and I have been for quite some time. I don't need to, like people are like, oh, you sh- you know, you need to get to know him or whatever. And I'm just not. Ha- that's not happening. Well, I don't, I don't to think get- that's your responsibility. It's as not. The child. Exactly. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> like, if you what? don't know, I don't. Exactly. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know the extent of what happened. My mom knows and I could probably ask her. But truth is, I don't give a shit. Well, yeah, and that's also probably trauma. You don't want to make her relive either. Right. It's not about that. And the thing is, is I even if he I don't think that he knew about me for the first couple of years, which is whatever. But still, like you still have accountability. And even when you did know, you should have put more effort into whatever. And maybe I wouldn't have been so screwed up as a kid. But as an adult, I don't need that person in my life. I never at this stage, I never, I don't think I ever will. And that's mm-hmm. fine. I don't need that. I've got other people that I can count on and stuff like that. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how well, that just came to me right after that random, like person not showing up for me. It's weird. I mean, I it does certainly make sense as to why, you know, friends not pulling through on their like obvious like promises or, you know uh appointments and stuff like that like or you know anybody who just doesn't come through like why that would rock the boat so much it doesn't even have to be a friend literally like anybody who just like says they're gonna do something is gonna Mm -hmm. be disappointing right to anybody to be honest Mm -hmm. now it does make a lot more sense that you've been able to put that together for yourself and I'm glad that I did because if it ever comes up for somebody, I could just go straight to that. You can, because... yeah, you'll be able to like explain mm-hmm. to people instead of it just being like, you know, you randomly reacting to a situation. And the fact that I can't even count how many people that have let me down over my life, that says something. That's, that's, if I was the person the type of person that would get embarrassed I would be that's embarrassing but I don't get embarrassed I don't care people can know that like lots of people have let me down over my entire life that's you know it is what it is but you know I still grow as a person and I talk through my problems with the people that I care about who I do want in my life so the people that are currently in my life I don't have any issues with but I'm just saying that, oh, like this, I, okay, I'll say it like this, newer people in my life, I'm very, I'm obviously, uh, as I said earlier, I'm more cautious, but I don't really divulge anything 
like any information with them very early on just in case because I don't need you know whatever but it's just it's uh I, I think I have more older friends in my life than I do newer friends I guess so I don't know well and also like as you get older you you definitely like start to learn how to pick people that are right for you instead of just accumulating friends in mass you start to kind of like choose that quality over quantity i mean not everybody granted not everybody some people are still like you know running around 30 years old like just trying to be friends with everybody at the bar um but like yeah i do think like definitely your close friends people as you get old like you start and it's usually through experience of like getting Mm -hmm. you know oh we're basically family and then turns out that person like stabs you in the back doing something you know yeah that happens to everybody but you start to learn red flags that you're like oh you know i'm i don't think maybe we can just be like distance friends like (laughs) see for me it's like whenever i you know want to hang out with somebody or do something with somebody whatever sometimes i'll text first or whatever but relationships are supposed to be equal So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be the one always reaching out. So if I find myself in that position where I'm always the one reaching out to do shit, fuck you. Goodbye. Like, and I've lost. Yeah, I'll just stop talking. I've lost friends over the last year or so just because over the pandemic, because I was the one reaching out and they either didn't respond or they just flaked or whatever it was. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm better than this. I don't need this. And it's not saying that those people are bad. It's just saying that they're not meant to be in my life. I'm terrible about reaching out, but that's just because I'm antisocial. <laughs> like, I don't reach out to anybody. Listen. I tweet I tweet and close the app. <laughs> and I'll, okay, we've talked about that on the show before because I'm terrible <laughs> at reaching out too. Yeah. But if I want to hang out with somebody that I'm close with, There'll be that. We won't have like a full on text combo because I'm not good at that. And we all know that. Neither <laughs> yeah. of us are. No text chains. S- no group that's chats. That's true. If I was in LA, I probably would text you way more often just to be like, Kent, I'm coming over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I check in every once in a while. But you know what? Honestly, it's a lot. Like, I think we've talked a couple of times since the podcast, but um since we stopped in july but the thing is is if you don't talk a lot you have a lot of stuff racked up so you have more to talk about when you you know what that's very true we save all of our content i don't talk to i'll use donovan (laughs) as an example i grew up with that hoe we literally (laughs) (laughs) we used to talk every day we saw each other every single day for years and years and years and years now i could not talk to him for three four months or whatever i haven't ta- i haven't seen him since his birthday in may and i have talked to him maybe twice since like whatever i mean we'll share like links to stuff that we relate about and stuff like that but other than that that's not a conversation that's not catching up i've literally only talked to him like maybe once since I saw him last, but that, that doesn't mean anything. And my family, I don't talk to them every day. They're all in San Diego. I'm here. I don't talk, you know, 
my mom tries to talk to me every day, but I'm not a texter, and she wants me to, like, sometimes I'll talk to her when I'm not doing anything. She'll text me, she'll text me at, like, 8 p.m. when I'm getting ready for bed to get up at 3 in the morning. I'm like, bitch, I'll talk to you tomorrow. But other <laughs> than that, it's like, yeah, you don't have to see somebody every day to be a great friend. That's right. definitely not what I was talking about earlier. That's right. just, you know, the 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 French those are probably your strongest friendships that you don't have to talk to somebody every day. I mean, obviously you have friends that are closer like in your vicinity that you can hang out with and chill and do whatever, but friends that you're not close with in proximity that you don't talk to as often and you could just pick up like right where you left off like nothing. That's great. Yeah. That's the Love type that. of friendship that I would, that I, you know, and I have handful of friends like that. So that's great. I don't really need anything else. And I have a few great friends in LA. So I'm, you know, I don't need anything more than that. But if that's why I don't go out looking for friends or whatever. So True. if somebody comes to me and that sort of forms, then mm, we'll see. I'm not saying I mean, no, the pandemic, just... the pandemic has kind of taught me how to like make online friends. Oh, thank you for saying that. I have tons of online friends. I, yeah. Um, Alicia, she's been on the show before we, <laughs> uh, met online in 2017 and what, this is 2021. We talk about, mm-hmm. every, we talk every day. We talk yeah. every day. Literally. I, I have like um, one of my very best friends that I've met. I met on Twitter, and they and they Snapchat me like every day. We had this streak going that was like two weeks long. We were very proud of it. Um, I killed it, but yes, no. Some of my online <laughs> my online friends are some of my like absolute best friends that. Well, because then that's the thing. That's what's I that's the good part of the internet. Because before all of that, you had to literally go up, meet with people, and connect, and something that was harder. But now you have the internet, and you can go to your avenues. So if, I'm just gonna use Stan Twitter as an example, just because it's mm-hmm. uh, it's toxic. But I'll just use it as an as an example. If you enter a fandom or whatever, and you like a certain artist, I'll use Alicia. So we both mm-hmm. like Harry, and that's how I met because, like, we connected over that online. So you have more um, basis to connect with somebody over the internet, to, you know, finding somebody that likes something that you like and vice versa, versus going out in the world and trying to find somebody who has stuff that you have in common or whatever. So, yeah, no, the internet is a great – I have a few good – I have a handful of those too. So that's a great um, place to meet people as well. Yeah. um, I mean, there's all factions of the online sphere that uh, some are concerning and some are wholesome. Let's not talk about Um, concerning. (laughs) That's a little scary. But uh, yeah, no, I do. I do think that uh, before, like, because I've been online, obviously, like, I'm a millennial. 
Um, I've been online for a good uh, whole chunk of my life. I'm Gen Z. And... I've, been on, I've been online my whole life. <laughs> yeah, like, so, I mean, obviously, I've been meeting people online my mm-hmm. whole life. It's just during this pandemic, I finally, like, I don't know. I never really, like, hung out online that much. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I would post stuff, and I always had, like, whatever apps were, like, the new apps, I guess. And I would post stuff, but I was never, like operating for online purposes like right um i just wasn't that active and then the pandemic happened and i was like well i'm (laughs) antisocial and now i can't go anywhere like i can't go hiking i can't you know i can't do anything so like i I could go hiking but i don't want to because like i know what the trails (laughs) look like in san diego so uh I mean, yeah, but the trails in San Diego were packed. Like, Cal's Mountain, still oh. think Cal's Mountain. Everybody's like, it's okay, we're outside. And I was like, you're outside, like, shoulder to shoulder with each other. You nasties. Uh, it's so compact. Ew. Like, this is a pandemic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyways, I just started spending a whole lot more. Also, also, like, the whole, you know, election <laughs> mid-pandemic thing yeah. was very online. <laughs> <laughs> so like all oh, what a great way to meet people it was yeah it was all very online so i also like learned real quick like okay you're a piece of shit you're a piece of shit right oh <laughs> Left, so, <right>. okay <laughs> yeah so the pandemic like helped me real quick learn like yeah how to make friends online and that's funny because like you can show up for somebody being an online friend because if you talk all the time like you know, that's that's showing up. Like, Alicia lives in Philadelphia, I think. So she's, like, 3,000 miles away from me. But, I mean, it could well, be anybody that you... Yeah, I think different friends just, like, they're, people are not... People are not a monolith, surprisingly, right. Right. as it turns out. And, yeah, some friends just require different things, you know, like... Yeah, you have a you. Yeah, you require people to like not just drop you like a ton of bricks without saying anything. You know, that's a thing that you have, whereas some other people have other things like I don't like Republicans. I'm sure there's other things that I have it that I'm like have pet peeves about. I just don't really think about it. I don't spend that much time around people. If I spent more time around people, I'm yeah. promise you. Listen, probably I'm, would have far more complaints. I'm considered when I was younger, <laughs> I was considered antisocial. And I have social yeah. anxiety today, I guess. It's like but alcohol definitely helps. But uh, <laughs> no, like yeah, it's, it's if people in LA, it's easy like easy for me to drop them because it's like people want to go out and do all this stuff and going out and doing stuff like that uh multiple times in the week can get expensive so if i don't then great i can save more money yeah no agreed i'm 100 percent agreement with that but i don't really drink anyway so oh you know to each their own but uh, I just, I just, I, I want to thank everybody for listening. It was just very, very important for me to get this off of my chest. It was great therapy. And I want to remind everybody to, I mean, not be a perfect person because nobody's perfect, but definitely be very aware and pay attention to the people in your life. And if you don't think that you're showing up for somebody, 
Uh, if the relationship means a great deal to you, then you should probably show up for them. Because if not, then they're not going to be in your life much longer. Or, I mean, for myself, I'm not going to be in your life any longer. And this is just, you know, I, this is my advice because this is what I do. If people don't show up for me now, then I don't show up for them. This is just how I operate now. It's sad. It is very, very sad. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm actually emphasizing that. It is very sad. But there's no more wall to scratch up. It's The wall's deceased now. So, Well, and you don't... just always check on your friends. Exactly. Check, check on, your, on your, friends. your friends. Always check in. Check on your family once in a while. See if they're still alive. I just, if you take anything out of this uh, special episode, then just take just accountability. That's it. Just step up. And if you can't, then just do them a favor and leave them alone. Or, yeah, and have a conversation. Like, I don't see, I don't know why people avoid that, but like, have a conversation. Yeah. People should be able to set boundaries and have those boundaries respected. And, yeah. You know, like if you actually care about somebody and you recognize that you are overstepping their boundary, then you should work to change that. Right. Otherwise, yeah, like you said, go away. <laughs> you don't have to be here. <laughs> Love. All right, guys, uh, that about wraps it up for today. We'll be back with season two soon. Don't know when, but soon. <laughs> and if you guys have Some any point. questions for us, we'd be happy to answer them for you. And if you have any suggestions for us, you can reach us at 9trackmind at gmail.com. Or you can reach us on Instagram at 9trackmindshow or on Twitter at ntmshow. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye. Have a good week.